This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you could have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Tonight, Adam Levine responds to cheating allegations. Well, first of all... How he crossed the line with this model. Quite frankly, I feel exploited. Plus, Brad Pitt reveals brutally honest art all about Angelina. Where... Have I gotten it wrong in my relationships? Where have I misstepped? Ben, did Meghan Markle request a private meeting with King Charles? As the royal rift continues. They're so afraid about Harry's book that he is writing. We're with the King's former butler taking on tabloid claims. I what for the man. Plus... Ouch! Tim McGraw and Post Malone after their onstage falls. And flipping networks and tables. Dancing with the Stars premieres, and we're backstage. E.T. starts right now. What's next for the royal family as they start a new era without the Queen? Welcome, everyone, to Entertainment Tonight. Kev's in London. He's going to have much more on that in just a little bit. But we start with Maroon 5 frontman Adam Levine and the cheating allegations that prompted this wake-up call for Adam. Adam and I were seeing each other for about a year. Adam, who's expecting his third child with wife Beati Prinsloo, denies having an affair with Instagram model Sumner Stroh. She went viral with her claims, which included the singer's alleged DMs. After I stopped talking to him, this is uh, how he came back into my life. He said, okay, serious question. I'm having another baby, and if it's a boy, I really uh, want to name it Sumner. You okay with that? Dead serious. I'm in hell, like I have to be in hell at this point. 
In a statement this morning, Adam admitted he, quote, crossed the line, adding, quote, I used poor judgment in speaking with anyone other than my wife in any kind of flirtatious manner. Within minutes, Sumner responded kind of cryptically to Adam's denial, writing, someone get this man a dictionary. Girls like you run around with guys like me. Just Adam went on to say he and Beati will get through this. Last year, she said Adam was a bit of a homebody. So I'm always the one being like, come on, Adam, you got to come out tonight. Like, let's go. <laughs> let's go do it. And he's like, I can't tonight. I'm too tired. I'm like, come on. Well, let's move on to Brad Pitt's surprise art show. Are his sculptures about Angelina? To me, it's still about self-reflection. Uh, Where... Have I gotten it wrong in my relationships? Where have I misstepped? Um, where am I complicit? Brad presented nine of his sculptures for debut in Finland. Pretty impressive. They included this plaster panel depicting a gunfight and this glass house riddled with bullets. It was born out of ownership of really what I call a radical inventory of self, getting really brutally honest with me and taking account of, of those I may have hurt or and those I, you know, in, in moments I've just gotten wrong. Brad, who spoke to the Finnish public broadcaster YLE, took up ceramic art after his divorce from Angelina in 2017. I would say I got a lot of lovely people in my life and I stay creative. All right, from Brad to Sly, is Stallone reconciling with estranged wife Jennifer Flavin? The 76-year-old actor captioned this new pic of the couple holding hands as wonderful. It's unclear if Jennifer's had a change of heart. Just last month, she filed for divorce after 25 years of marriage. As long as the family's happy, the wife is happy, it's all good. I am completely here for a reconciliation. Let's hope that's the case. All right, let's head back to London where Kevin has the latest on the royals after Queen Elizabeth II's historic funeral. Where do they go from here, Kev? Well, Michelle, hopefully there will be a lot of healing, especially when it comes to brothers William and Harry. You know, all the sources that we have talked to say the royal family is ready to embrace Harry once again. The big problem is trust. But let's start first with King Charles III, who is a man on the move. That's Charles in Scotland today, barely 12 hours after saying his final goodbye to his mother. A source says the king has returned to Balmoral for private time. The family, including William and Kate, who attached these handwritten notes to the queen's coffin, will now observe seven days of mourning. All public engagements are canceled until next Tuesday. As for Harry and Meghan, we've learned they're heading back to California so they can see Archie and Lilibet. But there is a report that Meghan reached out to Charles, wrote him a note asking for a private conversation. Charles is very, very keen to try and smooth relations. And given that they were over here for well over a week, there would have been time for both of them to speak with Charles. Yesterday, Harry puffed out his cheeks with a dramatic exhale leaving the services. He did have this sweet moment grinning at niece Charlotte, who was like a buffer for the feuding brothers. Royal authors Tina Brown and Andrew Morton weigh in on what's next. Do they want Harry and Meghan back here? I really believe that they feel they need them, actually. But whether they have the trust is something else. They're so afraid about Harry's book that he is writing. Unless that stops, they're not going to be able to heal. They fear that anything they say will wind up in a book or they'll wind up in a podcast. So that has to happen before that reconciliation happens. And I think if he did that, I think they would like him back. There's a lot of work to do. What would Diana make of her boys and their relationship now? Well, the one thing that she would be really infuriated about would be the fact that they've had this split. And 
because she always said to me, Harry is William's backup. He's his wingman. He's the one who helps William in this difficult job that he will have in the future because it's a lonely job. They were best friends. It did upset me. That's Charles's former butler, Grant Harold. He addressed the report that claims the king has been on a power trip with his staff, demanding things like ironing his shoelaces and putting toothpaste on his toothbrush. I've never heard of this. I work for the man. Why would he even iron shoelaces? It doesn't even make sense. Grant also got emotional recalling how the queen fulfilled his own childhood dream. In the ballroom, I got to dance with her, exactly as that dream when I was a kid. When she died, her body was put in the ballroom. In that place where you got to dance with her. I put a message up on social media and I just said, I said, thank you for giving a 14-year-old boy a chance to dance with you. You know, it meant something to me. You know, Grant also told a great story about being with the queen in a hallway and they were walking together and all of a sudden she just took off running and he didn't know whether to chase her. So he just jogged down the hallway and when he turned the corner into a room, there she was with a big smile on her face. Michelle and Matt, we really are learning about the playful side of Queen Elizabeth. Oh, that's so great. Thank you so much, Kevin. That happens all the time around here. I just take off running. Where's she going? Kevin Matter, like, where's she at? (laughs) All right, now let's get to the Cinderella story that was on Dancing with the Stars. They made their big debut last night on Disney Plus. Yes, and the night's belle of the ballroom Uh. Selma Blair, so who had her very own hype man backstage, 11-year-old son, Arthur. I thought it was amazing, because mom, she's usually like around the house a lot, not doing too much, <laughs> but, and I'm really happy that she got out. It is a big shift. And now she get in the third place tie. I thought that was amazing. You passed off your cane and went to your dance partner. I was diagnosed with MS in 2018. How do you feel? It was incredible to have a dance. After a stem cell transplant, bone marrow, and my son is like so active and I want to be there. I'm not that Actually, we have a little gripe about that actually, but I'd like him to be more active. Backstage, Arthur snapped a selfie with Charlie D'Amelio, who earned the highest score of the night. Mom Heidi finished eighth. How competitive are things gonna get? For now, we're, we're pretty good, being good sports. Wayne Brady took the number two spot on the leaderboard with that cha-cha dedicated to his late grandmother. She meant the world to me. This whole year, I've been depressed as hell and locked in my room. And I'm coming out now because I'm having fun. But the fun was short-lived for Sex and the City's Jason Lewis and Peta, who were the first eliminated couple. I would have loved to have stuck around longer. And despite earning one of the lowest scores of the night, fans were flipping out over Teresa Judice's big debut. A little homage to the housewives. Did you love it? I didn't know if I wanted to do it, but this time I did it with a smile on my face. Everybody loved yeah. it. From table flipping to stars falling off stage, Post Malone gave us an update after his terrifying tumble three days ago. They gave me some some pain meds and everything. Fans in attendance posted videos of the singer writhing after falling through a door during his performance Saturday night in St. Louis. After nearly 10 minutes and a few bruised ribs, he was able to walk off stage and finish the set. Winded me pretty good, uh, got me pretty good, and we just got back from the hospital. Everything's good, even though I got my ass kicked by myself. And Post wasn't the only one who took a tumble. She's got me so- 
Country star Tim McGraw fell backwards off stage in Arizona. But he totally pulled it off and made it into a moment. The 55-year-old used the fall as an opportunity to greet his front row fans before continuing the show. The reason for the plunge? One fan thinks his bun-hugging jeans were too tight. Y'all gonna leave my friend Tim alone. Tim, I'm glad you're all right. Okay, let's bring in Rachel Smith now, joining us from Madame Tussauds New York in Times Square for the big Amsterdam premiere. Rachel, this is an all-star cast. I mean, it is jam-packed, Nichelle, and for Margot Robbie, this new role is giving us a little deja vu. Your character is being described as brilliant yet nuts, and I'm kind of sensing a theme. For bad guys, it's what we do. I guess I like playing these characters that are very, like, just kind of walk to the beat of their own drum, yeah. you know? It's we kind of liberating to get to do that at work. Gotta get a Barbie update from you. Margo, what can we expect? I, honestly, you're gonna have to wait till next summer. I can't yeah, tell you anything. Summer. All I can say is I think you're gonna like it. Uh, yeah, we've seen the shots of Ryan Gosling as Ken and we already like it a lot. I, I feel like my acting is only ever as good as the people I'm acting with and yeah. I couldn't be in better company in this movie, so you're very lucky. The company in Amsterdam includes Robert De Niro, Rami Malek, and Mike Myers. Margot, John David Washington, and Christian Bale play three best friends, accused of murder in the David O. Russell film that hits theaters October 7th. Mr. De Niro, Chris Rock, to share the screen with them was just inspiring. I'll never forget it. All right, well now to a duet fit for a couple of dream girls. Oh, she's here, y'all! Emmy winner Cheryl Lee Ralph gives Oscar winner Jennifer Hudson a show-stopping lesson. Look up, look down. Plus, E.T.'s on set for the cast of the Connors. There's kind of a funny story behind it. And after five years together, is a change coming to life with Kelly and Ryan? That's a good question. Hey everyone, it's Kevin Frazier from Entertainment Tonight. You know what? If you enjoy listening to our ET podcast, guess what? You'll really enjoy watching the TV show. Tune in every weeknight for all the late breaking entertainment news. Check your local listings for where ET airs in your market or go to etonline.com. We did Dream Girls, baby. Our work was step, touch, step, touch. You want a show? Come on! For one night only. You see what I did there? Cheryl Lee Ralph dropped by Jennifer Hudson's show for a dream girl duet. Dream girl. Look up. Dream Look girl. down. Dream girl. I mean, that moment, the original dream girl, Cheryl yes. Lee Ralph. I tried to sing to her on our platform at the Emmys. Oh, yeah? Shouldn't have done that. Uh-oh. <laughs> Let's stick to TV. <laughs> Season 5 of The Connors premieres tomorrow night on ABC. Yes, and the cast is telling me about the big changes in store in this E.T. exclusive. Seen the kids Crazy. literally grow up on this set, and now their, kid, their characters have their own kids who are growing up on the set. You said I was always welcome here. That's when you said you were leaving. It's funny because we're at the same studio that we were all at 30 years ago. So driving to work is kind of funny. I remember like getting my driver's license and driving in for the first time. Me too. I remember bringing my daughter here in a basket. <laughs> I remember you leaving a taping because she was being born. It's been almost 34 years since we first met this crew on Roseanne, so it's safe to say this set holds a lot of history. 
I feel pretty special and honored to have a picture on the mantle. There are pictures here that are um, 35 years old. Right. We're saying goodbye to Michael Fishman. What, what was your reaction saying when, when you heard that he wasn't coming back? He's in the family. He is sure. a part of the family. It is open for him to come back and guest star, and we hope he does that. Meanwhile, this idol foursome is together again. Kelly Clarkson. 20 years since that. Check out this. <laughs> We're with Kelly, the idol OGs, and her kids for her Walk of Fame moment. My kids never look like that. They're usually always like Punky Brewster. Then the Hollywood heist that captured headlines. They took everything of value, all my watches, everything. 12 years after the bling ring arrest, we're with one of the convicted women revealing all in a new doc. I was a full-blown heroin addict. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Welcome to Fail Better. David Duchovny's new podcast with Lemonada Media. On Fail Better, David, who has experienced both low- and high-profile failures throughout his life, explores the vast world of failure, how it holds us back, propels us forward, and ultimately shapes our lives. Each week, he'll chat with guests like Ben Stiller, Bette Midler, and more about how our perceived failures have actually been our biggest catalysts for growth, revelation, and even healing. Through these conversations, he hopes listeners can learn how to embrace the opportunity of failure and fail better together. Fail Better is out now wherever you get your podcasts. You are cemented in history. What does this honor mean to you? Wow, how you just said it kind of freaked me. It's incredible. I mean, you know, you've seen these pictures since you were a kid. This time, it's Kelly's kids, six-year-old Remy and eight-year-old River Rose, who got a front row seat to see mom get her star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. My son thought there was a parade. He was over there playing with his Aquaman trident the whole time. <laughs> but your kids in Gucci and Versace, I mean, yes! <laughs> My kids never look like that. They're usually always like Punky Brewster. Paula, you're late. <laughs> Nothing's changed. But even more hilarious than that American Idol reunion, Kelly's Walk of Fame neighbors. I'm also in between Harry Potter and Deadpool, which is awesome. That could not be better representations of my personality, magic and sarcasm. One star missing from that Idol reunion, Ryan Seacrest, because he and Kelly Ripa were in New York and exclusively with our Rachel Smith. Hometowns cheered for Kelly Clarkson, where she was from in Texas. I remember, you know, watching that first season of American Idol. What was so interesting were the people, like myself, who can't sing but who think they can. <laughs> As I look into your eyes. I'm going to host a show called American Idol, What Happened to the Bad Singers? <laughs> Live with Kelly and Ryan is celebrating its own big milestone, five years together. You guys just mesh so well. What has stood out the most? Yeah. I did not know that Ryan has ritualistic behavior in the morning. <laughs> Do now, tell, again, He vocalizes backstage. Yeah. It's like listening to a 
like a little canary. It's tough to squeeze the infrared sauna in, the vocal warm up, and get dressed all before nine o'clock. Okay, finish this line for me. If I wasn't in my current job, I'd be blank. Kelly would be crafting or an axe murderer, something that's rage filled, you know? Exacting revenge? No, I, if I wasn't in my current job right now, I'd be in the gym like a normal person. What do you hope for the two of you, the show, in the next five years? Two inches of height. I mean, oh, good luck with some height. We're going to be two inches taller, both of us. Our wants are not really show related. You know what? It really is a shame that this tall girl right here cannot give y'all some of my inches. <laughs> Michelle, back to you. Oh, Rachel, I caught that shade. All right, thank you so much. Now let's get to something that Paris Hilton, Orlando Bloom, and Lindsay Lohan had in common. They were all famous targets of the notorious bling ring in the late 2000s. The group of celeb-obsessed teenage thieves stole more than $3 million worth of jewelry, cash, and clothes. Now, reality star Alexis Haynes was sentenced to 180 days in jail for her role in the burglaries, and now she's telling her side of the story to our Denny Directo. Nick Prugo and Alexis Nyers were members of a burglary ring that targeted Paris Hilton, Orlando Bloom, and other A-list stars. They took everything of value. People have been obsessed with this story, your story, for the better part of 20 years. You know, it spawned your own reality show, of course, the Bling Ring movie. The media decided to make me the leader of this. Why do you think that is? Um, misogyny, sexism. Mm. You talk about your own heroin addiction. Mm -hmm. Did the producers of the reality show have any clue? They did. Yeah. Um, not in, until the middle end of filming. A lot has changed. Today, Alexis is 11 years sober, and the 31-year-old is ready to reveal more about the case that rocked Hollywood in the three-episode docuseries, The Real Bling Ring, Hollywood Heist, which drops tomorrow on Netflix. You uh, ultimately decided to take a plea deal after learning that Orlando Bloom might be testifying. Why did that change your opinion? A major celebrity testifying mm -hmm. is not, you know, at all gonna be beneficial to um, your case. To my case. Yeah. At the end of the day, I just, I wanted everyone to get the closure that they needed. The whole thing is just still so wild to me. All right, coming up, Kevin and I make our Pictionary debut. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Hey everyone, it's Kevin Frazier from Entertainment Tonight. You know what? If you enjoy listening to our ET podcast, guess what? You'll really enjoy watching the TV show. Tune in every weeknight for all the late-breaking entertainment news. Check your local listings for where ET airs in your market or go to etonline.com. Yes, Salem, we're 
Tomorrow on ET, our exclusive on set of Hocus Pocus 2. Then only we're in Disneyland with the cast of Home Economics. How much am I going to have to pay you to go on a ride with me? I will do it for one churro. Oh, she's seen that coming. Before we go, a new episode of Pictionary hosted by our friend Jerry O'Connell airs tomorrow. Now, Kevin and I got to compete, but let's just say Kevin's drawing skills, well, they need some work. Pins. Oh, gosh. Teeth, oh, uh, canoe, boat. What do you think your co-worker was attempting to draw? An oar. <laughs> Wait, what, 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 was, what did he draw? What was the picture? Lord, it was a toothpick. <laughs> Kevin, mm. night, everybody. <laughs>